Here we go. Folks, this is your host Cameron Ivy of Privacy Please, and thank you so much for tuning in each and every week. If this is your first time, welcome to the show. Tell your friends about it if you like it. If you don't, let's just pretend you didn't listen to it. Thanks again for coming in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Alrighty then, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another fantastic episode of Privacy Please. My name is Cameron Ivy, your host of the most, and I got another blogcast for you, so I hope you're ready to strap in. All right, here we go. Serious about turning data into a strategic asset. Look to next generation data classification. So knowledge is power, right? That has always been true. But this age, age old phrase as they say, takes on a modern meaning in an era when organizations depend on digital data like never before to transform operations, accelerate growth, and drive a competitive advantage. So let's talk about that a little bit. Competitive organizations rely on data. So the world produces 2.5 billion gigabytes of data every single day, which organizations capture, store, and analyze. From that data, they can clean valuable insights. Excuse me, they can glean valuable insights to become more efficient, productive, intelligent, and innovative. The ability to effectively utilize data as a strategic asset determines how competitive a company is or isn't. The reality is that many organizations' attempts to be more data-driven are often handicapped by data privacy concerns. Uh, 451 Research suggests, uh, and I quote, it is clear that the inability and consistently execute on data privacy creates a certain organizational hesitation around the leverage of data, hesitation that can directly slow down business progress and competitive viability. So let's talk about the challenges of a data-driven world. Today's data is more plentiful insightful and actionable than the knowledge of the past. Unfortunately, it, it, it is significantly more complicated, risky, and regulated too. Turning mountains of data into actionable insights takes no small amount of effort. That data, especially if it is sensitive or personal in nature, is under a constant barrage of cyber attacks that grows more sophisticated, audacious, and worst of all, successful with each passing year. And insensitive or personal data gets mishandled in any way at any step. It could result in non-compliance with an increasing number of data protection and privacy regulations enforced at the local, state, and international levels. Anxiety around these issues led a survey of executives to rank cyber incidents as the biggest risk in 2022 ahead of business interruptions and pandemic-related problems. So how do organizations maximize the value of data while minimizing the vulnerability? 
by sticking to a sensitive data strategy. So building a modern data strategy is key. So for organizations to put data at the forefront of everything they do, they must first acknowledge that any piece of sensitive personal or regulated information can either help them or hurt them and put that right and put the right steps in place to fully protect their data. Key components of an effective data strategy. A successful data strategy puts, puts measures in place to mitigate risks and facilitate discovery. So what those measures entail depend on the organization and its data. However, the data strategy will always look like a detailed set of policies and protocols for how to handle every piece of data, especially sensitive or personal identifiable information, which is also known as PII. Those policies will address these three key components. Number one is data security. How to avoid accidental or intentional data breaches, <clears throat> excuse me, and how to ensure that sensitive data receives extra levels of protection. Number two is data privacy. How to keep PII from being improperly exposed so that it meets consumer expectations and regulatory requirements. And number three is data governance. How to keep data integrated, organized, and accessible in a way that preserves access, uncovers insights, and serves strategic objectives. So data classification is the key to a successful data strategy. An effective data strategy determines how to keep data secure, private, and well-governed based on a detailed understanding of the unique requirements of each record. Therefore, before any data strategy can start or succeed, there needs to be a strong focus on data classification. After all, an enterprise's greatest defense is knowing what sensitive data exists, restricting where it's stored, limiting who has access to it, protecting it, and monitoring its usage. To exert such control, enterprises must first find and classify their sensitive data in order to better control it. Traditional data classification applies categorizations or classes to new data as it is created to determine how much protection is required. The class determines how the data gets collected, used, stored, shared, archived, and destroyed. The challenges of data classification, it's easy to underestimate just how critical data classification is to any organization trying to capitalize on data. But data classification matters because if companies don't know the source, sensitivity, purpose, or regulatory requirements of a specific data, it's impossible to handle it as laws and best practices dictate. Consequently, sensitive data ends up in insecure locations, PII gets revealed, and valuable data goes dark and becomes toxic. Anything and everything can, and usually will, go wrong. The surest way to derail a data strategy is to treat all data identically. Identically. I don't know why that sounds weird. Getting it right uh, depends on handling different data in different ways. So that sensitive and personal data gets treated securely while everything else moves officially around the organization. So why is manual classification methods, and why are they not as good or good enough? Uh, data classification is a major undertaking, even with the modest amount of data or a large team involved because data is dynamic 
and constantly changing. In 2021, a Pominon Institute study found that the majority, 77% of organizations, still classify data manually. That's a lot, in a whole or in part. So, But given the speed and scale of today's data, relying on employees to classify it manually is no longer tenable. Human errors, classification inconsistencies, and workflow circumvention are inevitable, meaning data will either end up in a growing backlog or with the wrong classification, meaning the organization cannot trust the classifications. In that way, the prevailing approach to data classification is a drain on resources, time, staff, budget, in the service of something that never did work very well and will only continue to get worse. Now, understanding what's at stake. Improving data classification to be more automated, accurate, and scalable makes any any data strategy more effective and more achievable. As difficult as high volume data may be to manage carefully, it gets much simpler once the data has been classified correctly. But the inverse is also true. Data that has not been classified correctly makes that information more likely to be a liability than an asset. It's fair to call data classification the lipspin uh, of modern data strategy and governance. The, <laughs> the foundational role of data classification begs two questions in particular. First, does data classification need improvement? Second, what's the best way to make those improvements quickly and cost-effectively? Spirion has answers on both of those questions. So introducing uh, new context-based data classification. Uh, we have extended its best-of-breed automated and purposeful classification to give organizations even more flexibility in how they organize and understand their data through context, rich data classification techniques. Context-rich classification allows organizations to more precisely define their data based on new out-of-the-box categories, including processes, purpose, preference, regulatory, and custom to fine-tune the specific data protection needs or individual data sets and enable more effective data privacy, security, and compliance strategies. These new contextual classifications go well beyond standard sensitivity labels to help organizations better define their data and stay compliant with privacy and security mandates that require documentation of the reason that the data is being collected. So this granular context-rich classification categories include sensitivity, so according to public, internal, confidential, and restricted categories. Number two is process to identify how data is collected, stored, and used. Number three is purpose to define why data is stored and how it's expected to be used. Number four is preference to highlight how consumers want their data used and provide opt-outs for highly sensitive personal data. Number five is regulatory to automate compliance for CR, uh, CPRA, PCI, GDPR, HIPAA, and other standards. And number six is custom categories to address user-specific needs and maintain a flexible approach toward how they map to and follow specific security frameworks and regulatory standards. Get your complete guide to context-rich data classification. So to wrap things up, to help illustrate why context is is more is the most important part of data classification and the missing piece from most data strategies. Um, we do have something, if you want to look a little bit further into it, we, uh, we created a white paper. It's called Unified Data Security, Privacy and Governance 
with contextual data classification. It basically takes a deep dive into data classification, explaining why it matters, revealing what needs improvement, and highlighting how to get classification correct based on business context. Then it explores several use cases and case studies of organizations using next generation data classification to improve upon their data governance, security, and privacy initiatives. So if you want to check that out, I will have that in the show link. Um, So that's pretty much it for today's blogcast. Hope you enjoyed that information. Really, really good stuff around data classification and how it is evolving in today's world and how we have to continue to change as everything else does around us for better privacy and security. Well, thanks so much again for tuning in. Again, I'm Cameron Ivey. Stay fresh, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thanks. for tuning in to Privacy Please. This podcast is brought to you by Spirion, protecting what matters most. If you guys want to keep hearing us and supporting us, please, please, please email me at cameron.ivy at spirion.com. That's C-A-M-E-R-O-N dot I-V-E-Y at spirion, S-P-I-R-I-O-N.com. We would love to hear from you. New topics, guests, all that good stuff. Support us. We love doing this every single week and we hope to continue. Thanks again for your support. And again, Cameron Ivey, over and out, all around decent guy. See you next week.